Welcome to ParallelTimes.info. This is my first podcast and blog recording for this new effort. And I'm in my friend Becca Marie's studio to do this recording. Thank you, Becca Marie. In this recording, I'll explain the intention for ParallelTimes.info. My name is Melanie Rubin, and I'm a journalist, amongst other things. You can read more about me on the About page of ParallelTimes.info. So what is ParallelTimes.info? I'll be interviewing people and businesses who are now creating new models of life that allow individuals and communities to live free from centralized government entanglement and control. That sounds good, doesn't it? Why? Well, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening out there in the world right now. Models for education, healthcare, commerce, banking, community, agriculture, technology, and information, to name a few. And these are being created by brave and brilliant people who are laying their livelihoods and their lives on the line to pave the way for the rest of us. I want to help get the word out about these endeavors and to celebrate and support them and propagate these ideas so that the rest of us can follow in their footsteps. We need to know about these models and be inspired by them and emulate them. In 2022, a group called the Academy of Ideas produced a great short program that was named The Parallel Society versus Totalitarianism, How to Create a Free World. And I'm going to be referring back and forth to this program. They really did some great work and research. And so I recommend that program highly, as well as all of their other shows, which are available on YouTube. Again, it's the Academy of Ideas. So in that first program that I, I just talked about, they discussed the creation of parallel society and the role that it played in the fall of communism in Eastern Europe. They quote visionary thinker, Czech poet, Ivan Juris as saying, if it proves impossible legally to compel the ruling power to change the ways it governs us, and if for various reasons those who reject this power cannot or do not wish to overthrow it by force, then the creation of an independent or alternative or parallel society is the only dignified position or solution. Hiros inspired the creation of an alternative artistic infrastructure in Czechoslovakia during the late 1970s in response to government control of artists and musicians. The Academy of Ideas tells us that Hiros hypothesized, hypothesized that if enough infrastructure were created, an independent society would spontaneously form and function as a pocket of creative freedom in a highly oppressed society. He said, the independent society does not compete for power. Its aim is not to replace the powers that be with a power of another kind but rather under this power or beside it to create structures that respect other laws and in which the voice of the ruling power is heard only as an insignificant echo from a world that is organized in an entirely different way. Then the term parallel society was later coined by Czech Catholic philosopher and mathematician Vaclav Benda, who extended Uris's concept to refer to all social and economic structures that exist unconstrained by the state, not just music and arts. So the idea is to create better, alternative, better alternatives to oppressive archaic state structures that are in the process of dying. 
The Academy of Ideas tells us that the parallel society in Eastern Europe became so strong, decentralized, and outside the state that the communist authorities lost their power. This is part of what, a great part of what led to the revolution that swept through Europe in the closing months of 1989. So this is a model for us. Why is the creation of a parallel society so important at this time in our world as a whole? Well, I don't want to dwell too long on the pathology that I referenced earlier of central government entanglement and control. And likely if you're watching this, you're very familiar with it already. But just in case, for the sake of reference, it's plain to see that governments around the world made personal and health sovereignty extremely difficult, if not impossible for some people during the Rona pandemic. For example, healthcare workers in New Mexico, where I live, as in so many other places, were forced to get vaccinated or apply for an exemption with ongoing testing in order to keep their jobs. Since I worked for a healthcare organization that made this a requirement for all workers, not just those who are working on the front line, I was forced to leave since there was no way I was going to choose the jab or get Rona testing. In a free society, people make their own health choices, as provided in the U.S. Constitution. So clearly, we're no longer living in a fully free society. As in Czechoslovakia of the late 1970s and 80s, the idea of creating a parallel society is about forming new structures and models for living that are not dependent on centralized control. It's not just our government that is attempting to take away personal sovereignty step by step. It's also the international technocracy, our media, and international bodies like the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, and the United Nations. Not a good deal. And if you're listening to this, again, you probably know all these things already, so let's not focus there for this particular episode. I like the often repeated quote from Buckminster Fuller, who was a visionary in this country, and who, oddly enough, my uncle worked with. Fuller famously said, you never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. I want to help shine the light on those people and organizations who are doing just that creating a free and parallel society, one step at a time. So what kinds of businesses and organizations are we talking about anyway? Here are some of them. Businesses that get set up as private membership associations or PMAs to operate with integrity, but without the constraints of government regulations. Healthcare organizations that provide effective, holistic, preventive, as well as curative community health care, without being beholden to traditional health insurance reimbursement requirements, including Medicare and Medicaid. Small farmers providing truly healthy food to their local communities using regenerative and humane agricultural practices. Parents and teachers who have left the public school systems to create alternative schools, schooling cooperatives, and homeschooling situations that allow parents to determine what their children are taught. Entrepreneurs who are creating new technologies that allow for telephone and internet communication with privacy and businesses that honor and celebrate people's innate right to free speech. 
And finally, people who are creating intentional communities, raising food and living off the grid to become independent of power and control by government and corporate forces. And that's just a small sampling of the inspiring people and organizations that I'll be interviewing. Do you know someone I should talk to? Please reach out by emailing together at paralleltimes.info. That's together at paralleltimes.info. Together, we can make these changes in our own times. I hope you'll join me. Thank you.